hello hi hi what is up it's been so long <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> it's been so long whenever Faye came over the other night to record it was just like it was so weird we haven't done this in weeks <laughs> <laughs> it didn't feel right yeah it was Felt very strange. bizarre how are you Shirley I'm good yeah yeah how was your Thanksgiving Good. I, I could only really eat like mashed potatoes That's and I had it. a little bit of turkey, but like it makes me super sleepy. Yes. So yeah. it's like, it's pretty good. It's not my favorite. It makes me sleepy. So I had a little bit and I had like mashed potatoes and cheese and sour cream. Mm -hmm. So I basically made it like a baked potato. A yeah. mashed baked potato. Exactly. Hey, is Hell it because yeah. your family notoriously cooks the turkey in NyQuil? What? Or is that just my family? Wait, are you serious? Cook it in NyQuil? Wait. You guys don't do that? Are you, I can't tell if you're being serious. <laughs> How does it make you sleepy? <laughs> Wait. How does turkey make you sleepy unless you cook it in NyQuil? <laughs> like something it's science. In it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's something in it. It's I think, science. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not just Thanksgiving turkey. It's like if you eat any type of poultry in that large of amount. Oh. No, I think chicken doesn't really do it. Do you eat that much chicken? That's fair. I don't know. I thought it was all poultry, but it could be just turkey. It better be just turkey. Otherwise, my dad's been lying to me. Because <laughs> one time I was like, oh, I can't eat chicken. It will make me tired. And he's like, that's only turkey. Maybe he just said that. So I would eat chicken that one time. Honestly, Maybe. though, if you eat anything in that large of amount, you're going to get fucking tired. And people that's true. usually engorge themselves. I ate hella cranberries. <laughs> Yeah, I texted. Dad yeah, yesterday. you did. I was like, "Yep." I had our leftovers from Michael and I did uh, Thanksgiving last weekend on Sunday. Oh, really? Oh, so yeah. Just been slowly eating. We just made all the carbs, all the best carbs: macaroni and cheese. Love it. Mashed potatoes. Love it. Stuffing. I wish I could have that <laughs> still, but yes, I love it. And that's all we had. You and know I what's ate really it for good? Like five days. <laughs> If you take mashed potatoes and then with your spoon you like push a volcano hole in yes. it, uh -huh. but not gravy, you put corn in there and then gravy. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's really good. I feel like whenever we used to go to like country buffet mm -hmm. as, as a child and yeah. adult, I would get just a big plate and I would just fill the whole plate with mashed potatoes and corn and gravy. Yeah. And that was it. It's delicious. And I'm like... Now I'm like, wow, they paid all that money for me to eat fucking mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Those buffets are expensive. They are. Like, and they're kind of gross. They are kind of gross. When you think about it. Oh, yeah. And and you should think about you it. You should. I don't think there are any buffets. Not in COVID times. There can't be. Well, there's the China buffet still. Yeah, that's what I was going to oh. say. I remember that. But all the American food buffets are shut down. It's permanent. Skeeter. Aw. He's very he lonely. Without Michael here? Yeah. Is Michael his favorite? Yes. Aww. Yeah. Because Michael works overnights and they just hang out all night. How sweet. I know. All right. Well, um, happy fearsome Fridays, y'all. Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Welcome to December. Are you fully on to Christmas yet? I am. Yes. Got all my decorations down today. 
down from the attic oh to put up yeah i see <laughs> it's like <clears throat> we took them down already <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> i got my decorations down and put up today nice all all today and i already started wrapping presents oh and making gifts and i will sh- sh- th- th- shortly start making christmas cards oh because they take forever. I saw some cute ones I want to buy, but there's it's like a 25 pack, and I know like four people. Well, yeah, you could reuse them over the like. That's true. Year. Maybe yeah. I'll do that. I usually go the day after Christmas and buy just like one of those packs that's got like a bunch of different. The ones smart. It's like 50 percent off, and then I use those the next year. So I got some really cute peanuts ones. Oh. I can't remember what I got last year on sale. I'll find out <laughs> ah, soon. Uh, Shirley, do you have hot goss for us? Okay, you want to do it now? Yeah. Okay, so I was researching my story that's going to come out in a couple weeks. Yes. And I figured out the story. Originally, I was going to do a different one, realized it was more bonus episode material. Okay. It's so bad. So I decided to heat up a pizza, like one of those heat up pizzas. It said, put directly on rack. (laughs) And when I was pulling it out. Oh my God. it was it just started like i had a spatula and i had an and it oven just mitt. fell apart well, like yeah it's like it broken in the center i'll send some pictures Aww. and this is all the crap that i tried getting off oh, this no. is this mitt that's where i was trying to grab it and save it from oh, falling no. all over the bottom of the oven wow yeah so all the toppings of the pizza went all over the bottom of the oven yeah and i called my mom because i don't cook I'm like, mom, I messed up because I'm living with my parents right now. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to do. It fell apart and I just closed the oven to try and contain the smoke in there. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, okay, we'll try to get all the stuff that's in the oven out. out. And I'm fan. like. The vent. The vent. Oh, I didn't even. I opened up all the glass doors. Oh, right. Okay. No worries. And so I'm like. Are you sure? Because then the smoke's going to, like, come out right now. It's contained. <laughs> and yeah, she's like, it's gotta... easier to get out when it's hot. And I'm like, okay. Because she was obviously out. That's why I called her. Yeah. And so I'm, like, there. Watch and I'm like, call you from, like, the other room. Like, <laughs> Help! Right. She's like, you got it. I believe in you. Right, exactly. So I, like, take a metal spoon and I try and get all this stuff out of the bottom. And it was an ordeal it took a while and then i washed all the dishes obviously that had gotten because at that point there was was the bowl that everything was in there (laughs) and then some of the toppings got into you know at the bottom of an oven usually there's a drawer so it went in there where (laughs) all of the pot covers are pot lids and so i washed all of those and everything so it took a a while and then i didn't eat Oh, okay. okay. So then Aww. I have all the doors open. Yeah. Neither of my parents is home. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't close these doors, but I need to shower. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what do I do? They're the back doors, right? Oh, that's okay. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to leave them open and hopefully no one comes in. And I'm like, otherwise I'll be the true crime story. Yes. <laughs> I will we'll gladly you. do your story. Yeah. yeah. If I die, please do honor yeah, me yeah. that way. Okay. Well, and then uh, on my grave for, uh, Oh, my bad. Sorry about that. <laughs> On my grave for Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Make sure you put the pizza as stuff. Yes, pizza. I will. And not that crap pizza that you made today. That was so <laughs> terrible. It was 
I don't know what I would do in that situation. Probably go back to sleep. Yeah, that's why I like called my mom. I'm like, mom, I don't even know what to do. Like, I'm just trying to contain the smoke in the stove right now. I have a worse story. Okay. One time, Michael, (laughs) I think you came over after this happened. Michael made like a something and he put it on a plastic plate and he wanted to like melt the cheese on like a sandwich or something so he threw the whole plate with the sandwich in the oven uh-huh. and the plastic melted <laughs> of course everywhere Ew. and he was like i'm an idiot and then i came downstairs and i'm like yes you are <laughs> uh-huh. so do you have a self-cleaning oven yeah i think i've only made it do that thing once though doesn't it just get really hot it gets really hot and it smells it's awful well i don't know my mom's just like get out everything you can luckily we have a self-cleaning oven yeah and so i'm like you can't self-clean plastic though (laughs) the shit sticks yeah i (laughs) forever (laughs) it's terrible how did you get it out uh we had to scrape it off it was awful our oven is real fucked up (laughs) yeah that's okay we never use it now that i have a toaster oven well i like texted several people and was like this is why i can't and or don't use ovens (laughs) yeah you should get a toaster oven i do have one but that pizza couldn't fit in there but i'm just never gonna have pizza unless somebody's (laughs) there to monitor it getting out of the oven you should get a toaster oven like I have because it fits pizza. It's big? Mm-hmm. Ah. It's also an uh, air fryer. Well, also, even though it says put directly on rack, like, we do have one of those ceramic or whatever the heck oh, they're made out of. Oh, a pizza stone? You yeah. have to heat that up with the oven. So you have to put okay, that in there first. Okay, good to know. Otherwise, it'll break. So they're like, even though it says that, just use this next time. Yeah. And I'm like... Okay, yeah, I failed. That's, <laughs> That's valid. That's Maybe fair. you should have told me that. You should sue them. The pizza My company. Family. Oh, the pizza company. <laughs> you met her family. You can sue your family, too, if you want. You guys didn't tell me, even though you didn't know I was making this. I don't care. That's your fault. Why didn't you teach me this when I was a teenager? Like, you should have. Yeah, like taxes and... Yeah. I can't say that. How I to drive. My dad taught me everything. Literally. Okay, well, Um. anyway... I guess let's get started. I, yes, got a, please. I got a pretty long one for us today. Yeah. Okay. Well, hang on. What are you drinking? It's been a while since we did this. Oh. Oh, wait. Hang on. We are on Holy Gossip Girls. Oh, hi. I'm Casey. <laughs> I'm Faye. I'm Guess Shirley. Okay. Now, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a strawberry lemonade truly. <gasps> Me too. <gasps> I'm drinking a mango white claw that Shirley brought over here. She just had to be different. Like months ago. <laughs> well, I got them from a party. That's fair. So I was like, they're yeah. like, here, take whatever. And I'm like, I have friends I drink with. <laughs> I <Okay>. have friends. <laughs> I'm like, I'll I know people. This. I thought you just got a regular lemonade. I'm happy we're matching. Yeah, that. we're twins. We're kind of matching our sleeves, too. Yeah. Cheetah girls, cheetah sisters. Aw. Oh, Mine's over that. here. I have, a, I have a backup. Safari girls. Yeah. Safari sisters. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I love that. Okay, I'm okay. so ready for this. I'm yep. finally gonna do my favorite story, John Bonnet Ramsey. Woo! Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> I love so, story. have you guys ever just like suddenly become like obsessed with something, and all you do is read about it or watch videos on it or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for a while, my thing was John Bonnet Ramsey. I read all the books. I watched Whoa. all the videos. I saw all the crime scene photos. 
At what age? It was just a couple years ago. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because it happened whenever we were very... Yeah. We were... Children. Four, I think. Yeah. We were very children. Very children. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this one's kind of sad, so... It is sad, but I think anyone who knows anything about anything has heard something about this story. That's true. For the record, all I know... Literally, all I know is that she was a pageant girl, and she has two parents and an older brother. That is all really? I know. Well, and you've mentioned something, something about a a basement at one point, so yeah. I know that there's a basement. I mean, that's <laughs> the basics. Like, you that's, know yeah. the story. I am so excited. <laughs> so if you're not into child murder, yeah, if we'll you're see not you into week. that, good for you. Yeah, really. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> all right. Okay. John Bonet Ramsey was born August 6th, 1990. Oh, Aww. shit. I did something. Hold on. Uh-oh. Okay. She was a child beauty queen who lived with her parents and older brother, Burke, in Boulder, Colorado. Oh, this is like... Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, shoot. I actually have a like a story about John Bonet that we can talk about after. Ooh, really? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Here's just a, a little fun fact. John Bonet's name combines her father's first and middle name. So his name is John Bennett. Wow, what a fucking narcissist. Right? That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> men have the audacity to name their children after themselves, even if it's a girl. Wow. John Bonet. Also, wow. the son is older, so why wouldn't that... Really? Why not name him <laughs> Bennett? <laughs> they named him Burke. Anyway, to be fair... Her middle name is her mom's name, Patsy. Oh, okay. Patricia. Huh. John Benet Patricia Ramsey. Huh. I think. I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure it's what it is. <laughs> it probably is. John Benet's body was found December 26, 1996 in her family's Boulder residence. So here's a little bit about her parents. Her father, John Ramsey, was a businessman who was the president of Access Graphics, a computer software company. What? the gra- They do graphic cards and stuff, don't they? Do they? I'm, I'm not sure. That sounds familiar, though. Ooh. Patsy Ramsey entered John Bonet in various child beauty pageants in Boulder, where she won the titles of America's Royal Miss, Aww. Little Miss Charlevoix, Little Miss Colorado, Char- Colorado State All-Star Kids Cover Girl and National Tiny Miss Beauty. Aww. John Bonet's active role in child beauty pageants and Patsy's reported pageant mother behavior were reported by the media after the murder. Her mom, I think, was also a pageant girl, but when she was older. Uh, Not like as a baby. Page- yeah. Like a Miss American trying to be? Yeah. Something like that. Mm. Pageant moms are fucking. Yeah, I used to watch else. not pageant, but dance moms in particular. Oh uh-huh. yeah. And then my mom's watching some show that's airing right now. That's a pageant type show. I forget what it's called. So I've seen like two episodes because I was hanging out with my mom and she was watching it. Mm-hmm. So. I think a lot of like performance activity moms are like crazy because like cheer moms are insane. Dance moms, I've heard are wild. Pageant moms, of course. Kill their kids. Oh, <laughs> Let's just say um, all moms are just fucking crazy. Not my mom. All media moms. Um, <laughs> uh, I think so. You know the show Toddlers and Tears. Yeah, my favorite show of all time. Okay, 
I'm obsessed with it. Wait, like unironically? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> why? Because it's like dramatic and stupid. Is it, is it like your guilty pleasure? Yeah. Like why I like Bachelor? It's like my your yeah. bachelor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that show would exist if it wasn't for John Bonet Ramsey. Because oh. like people didn't really it was like a little community confined, yeah. And so her murder like kind of put it all out there. Ah, that makes sense. That yeah. probably spurred on a lot of the other shows we're seeing these days too. Then, yeah, Dance Moms. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> According to statements that Patsy gave to authorities on December twenty sixth, nineteen ninety six, she realized that her daughter was missing after she found a two and a half page handwritten ransom note on the kitchen staircase. Say that again for Shirley. A two and a two half, and a half page, page handwritten ransom, ransom note. Because who has time for that? Right? Yes. Um, Who has a staircase in their kitchen? Rich people. Oh. Uh, maybe they have like Maybe it's a one of those of like them. weird. Oh, I don't know. I mean, your house is one of those like split level. And your staircase is pretty close to the kitchen. It's. Yeah, it's not in. I wouldn't call it a kitchen staircase. Yeah. I, I also know. think it's weird. It does make me think of those houses that have like three staircases in them. Though. Yeah, their house had like a lot. all sitcoms, right? Yeah, they have three staircases. Well, they have at least two. I've never watched a sitcom in my life. I mean, I doubt they actually connect, but like, there's <laughs> always like a staircase, like in the kitchen, and then another one in the living room. Well, like Friends, that's yeah. a sitcom. Did you watch that? I did not. Did you watch like Skillmore Girls or Sex in the City? No, I didn't watch those. But I'm not a sitcom fan. Wait, isn't The Office considered or Parks and Rec? Are those considered? I haven't yeah. seen either of those. That's fair. <laughs> I love sitcoms and adult cartoons. I love adult cartoons for sure. And trashy reality television. I love the sound of the wind outside my window. That's all I. Aw. That's all I listen and to. And pageant girls. And toddlers and tears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sound better than you guys because I don't watch sitcoms. <laughs> sitcoms well, are amazing. Yeah, I just never. Whatever. Never enjoyed them. Whatever. I enjoy lots of other things. All right. Like child murder. Oh my <laughs> gosh. You just went down <laughs> compared to us. <laughs> anyway, the note demanded $118,000 equivalent to $194,714 in 2020. Okay. John pointed out to police first on the scene that the amount was nearly identical to his Christmas bonus the prior year. Mm. Wait, what? Which? 1800 $118,000. Which is super random. That's yeah. how much his bonus was? Mm-hmm. Sheesh. They were he rich, was the rich. president of Axis. Electronic <laughs> computer <lot>. peeps. <laughs> I didn't even get a bonus last year. So it's still crying about it. It suggested that someone who would have access to that information would be involved in the crime. Here's the thing I remember I didn't see it on my source, but it's something I remember from my many books and research days. Yeah. Um they said like that's proof that the family did it, because why else would you ask for that amount of money? But I was thinking, why would the family put that number right like yeah. if they're they hiding understand. the fact that they did it and what happened was somewhere in a paper it like published that he made that much money for his bonus 
which to me makes it seem like someone else did it, which is not what I believe, but well, that they, little they, detail. Well, they probably did that to make it look like somebody else did it. Like that they knew because they seemed that, they think like that seemed more reasonable than... Yeah, I just, I don't understand the thinking that he had to have done it because of the amount of money it was. Oh. Oh, that specific, okay. Yeah, I just don't think that that specifically makes it seem that he did it. Okay. No. But, you know, it's not my theory either so anyway anyway investigators looked at several theories behind the dollar amount demanded considering employees at access graphics who may have known the amount of john's prior bonus they also considered the possibility that the ransom demand was a reference to psalm is it psalm Mm -hmm. psalm 118 118 I don't know how you read that. I think it's 118. And spoke to religious sources to determine possible relevance. It was probably 118. Unless if it's literally one sentence that they're talking about. Because Psalm 118 would literally be like a sentence. Oh. So it was probably 118, which is like an entire passage. Oh. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Oh. Well, in that case, maybe. (laughs) No, there's more. I just don't feel like reading it. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) It's very long. Okay, in that case, it's probably... 118. Okay. Wow. I don't know anything about Psalms, except I thought it was Psalm when I was little. Psalm. Psalm. How does does a pterodactyl go pee? How? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, she's having to think of the answer, so... I can't remember. <laughs> Be silent. Something about that. Silently. Silently. I don't know. Pterodactyl. I think the joke worked with just you not saying, saying anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Be silently. <laughs> Except for her expression. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. I know it. Oh my god. My dad's on the other end screaming it right now. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Yeah. You're Call right. in. Let us know. He is. This show's live. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, real quick, Ow. look at my cat. Can you Cute. see him? Aw. Cute. What a sweetie. Oh, there's... Oh. Yeah, they're both right there. <laughs> I got two cats right behind me dancing. Aww. And Fuji's over here. I see his little tail and one foot. Anyway. Oh. Am I really on page two of 11? Real f- oh, my God. Uh, real faster, <laughs> can you tell me what how old the brother is? Cause he is eight or nine at, the at time. this time. Oh, well, then why would it be okay anyway i'm just trying to think about who it could be while you're reading okay let me hear more and then i'll come up with a better thesis so much i have (laughs) theories that i don't want to say yeah because the family is litigious yes although there's like a zero percent chance they would hear this i'm just gonna point at things and say hmm okay sounds good makes you think let's do it yeah okay the ransom note was unusually long obviously yes two and a half pages yes the fbi told the police that it was very unusual for such a note to be written at the crime scene. Yeah, so do you talk about it? The paper? Yeah. Like, oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. The police believed that the note was staged because it did not have any fingerprints except for Patsy's and authorities who handled it and because it included unusual exclamation marks and initialisms. The note 
and a practice draft were written with a pen and a notepad from the Ramsey home. So not only did they, like, look around. Oh, there's a notepad. I'm going to write my two and a half page ransom note. They did, a, they did a practice round. Isn't that absurd. weird? It's absurd. It makes no sense. According to a Colorado Bureau of Investigation, there are indications that the author of the ransom note is Patricia Ramsey. However, the evidence fell short of definitive conclusion. Michael Baden, a board-certified forensic pathologist who had consulted with both sides of the case, said he had never seen a note like it in his 60 years' experience and that he did not think it was written by an outside stranger. However, a federal court ruled it highly unlikely that Patsy wrote the note, citing six different handwriting experts. So people are conflicted there. Is it possible that she could have written it like with her left hand? That is exactly what I was just thinking. I was thinking also when they ask for writing samples, like you're probably when you're writing your ransom note, you're probably at least trying to disguise your handwriting a little. Yeah. I have to think that being said still, though, like writing experts understand how much you can change your writing because you can't change it that much, I feel from your original pattern unless if it literally took her like three days because it would take me a long time to really try not to look like my own writing yeah that would be hard well they even say like there's writing experts that will look at notes and will be like this person was in distress yeah (laughs) like just because they're it's like italicized looking or something like they're crazy what they can or they're a little bit shaky like the you guys know i watch criminal minds yeah and Mm -hmm. in there they like point that out sometimes it's like it's kind of shaky looking or the wording shows or whatever um something i remember from my previous research is that they think that it wasn't written like hastily so like if you're trying to hurry up and get out of the house with this kidnapped kid you'd probably be in a rush Mm. and they didn't think it seemed like that well, I see the one thing is if it wasn't the Ramses, in my mind, there's no way it wasn't written before actually going to the crime scene. It was written or like it wasn't written at the crime scene. They must have written it before they got there. Yeah. Before the crime. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Or she's already dead. You're not in a hurry anymore. True. The only people known to be in the house on the night of John Buddy's death were her immediate family, Patsy and John Ramsey, and their son, Burke. Burke. The ransom note contained specific instructions against contacting contacting police and friends, but Patsy telephoned telephoned the police (laughs) at 5.52 a.m. She also called family and friends. So they read this note, like, we have your daughter, we're going to kill her if you call the police. And she's like, I'm calling the police! Well, I mean, I probably do that especially if you don't have the amount of money yeah i don't know that i would because i would think they were watching me well my dad always said or my uncle that like ransoms like don't pay them because the person's like basically already dead if they're in custody what if they start sending you fingers yikes i mean i don't know i you would just hope that they were dead already yeah before they started chopping off fingers (laughs) yeah Two police officers responded to the 911 call and arrived at the Ramsey home within three minutes. They conducted a cursory search of the house, but did not find any sign of forced entry. 
Officer Rick French went to the basement and came to a door that was secured by a wooden latch. He paused for a moment in front of the door, but walked away without opening it. French later explained that he was looking for an exit route used by the kidnapper, which the closed peg ruled out. Jamade's body was later found behind that door. Doesn't that suck? He was right there. Could have saved a lot of trouble. With JonBenet still missing, John made arrangements to pay the ransom. A forensic team was dispatched to the house. The team initially believed that the child had been kidnapped, and JonBenet's bedroom was the only room in the house that was cordoned off to prevent contamination of evidence. That's significant there. Nothing else in the house was, like, not. They didn't. People were running freely in that house. Like, they did not care. Yeah. 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 They still were, like really dumb well Obviously, they should have known like, better at that time put fingerprints on the ransom note like they're just fucking idiots no precautions were taken to prevent contamination of evidence in the rest of the house meanwhile friends to victim advocates and the ramsey's family minister arrived at the home to show support so let's take a break okay and we'll be right back bye bye And we're back. At it again. At Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Didn't have my headphones on, sorry. Uh, the look on your face is <laughs> so funny. Okay. Okay. So lots of people were at the house. Yeah. Welcome back. Shit. By the way. Um visitors picked up and cleaned surfaces in the kitchen, possibly destroying evidence. <laughs> Why? Why would they clean it? Um I don't know. Was it like a, a a vase made out of like stainless steel that's not fingerprint resistant? I don't know. Maybe People are touching like... it and they're like, oh god, this is driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> there's murder fingerprints all over it. God, these murder fring- fingerprints <laughs> driving me crazy. Boulder detective Linda Arndt 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 A R N D T Arndt Arndt Arrived at about 8 o'clock a.m. Mountain time. That's where we live. In anticipation of receiving further instructions by the kidnappers. Okay. But there was never an attempt by anyone to claim the money. See, that's why I'm like, that. Why bother? Because they're trying to make it seem like it's like some fucking mafia or some shit. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like. Why bother taking her? Like, it's not a ransom. You wouldn't. Well, no, 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 that doesn't work. No, like that. no. There's it's like zero percent chance. <laughs> Jinx. I'm going to read the ransom note later. Okay. Yes. The whole, the whole. Two and a half pages. Okay. Um, or parts of it. Just okay. the end, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I'll get to it. <laughs> we'll I'll see do whatever I want. <laughs> you do you. Yeah. At 11 p.m. our time, Detective Arndt asked John Ramsey and Fleet White, a family friend, to search the house to see if anything seemed amiss. What? How messed up? Detective like, hey, you guys want to look around, find clues? Yeah, dad. Find some clues. Dad of this girl who is one of the only people known to be in the house when all this went down. 
you go look for clues. You he really. I would dad. And he not. like, oh, I found this knife. <laughs> <laughs> Rub it on his pants, touches it all over. <laughs> There's some gunk on it. Let me get this schmutz off. <laughs> <laughs> some blood. Um, Fleet White was just a friend, so I don't know why he was I don't know why he was told to do anything. Also, what a cool name. Fleet White. Yeah. I wish that was my name. It's a very cool name. I'm changing my name. You yeah. should. They started their search in the basement. John opened the latch door, which Officer French had overlooked, Mm -hmm. and found his daughter's body in one of the rooms. So she never even left the house. Ransom note who? Yep. Who is she? Ransom note. (laughs) Sorry. John Bonnet's mouth was covered with duct tape. A nylon cord was found around her wrists and neck, and her torso was covered by a white blanket. John picked up the child's body, which... Was like the number one no-no finding a dead body and took it upstairs can i say his something his else? daughter yeah he picked up his daughter was like uh-oh <laughs> look at what i found yeah. yeah i'm just saying like criminal minds every time like a body's covered in any way they're like this shows the sign of remorse for having killed yeah. them yeah so if there's a white blanket over her yeah that's true when John Bonnet was moved, the crime scene was further contaminated and cr- critical forensic evidence was disturbed mm-hmm. for the returning forensics team. Mm-hmm. So sad. This It just makes me mad how many times they fucked up. Yeah. Like, this could be solved by now. Yeah. And now it probably never will be. Oh, probably not. Until... No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Each of the Ramses provided handwriting, blood, and hair samples to police. John and Patsy participated in a preliminary interview for more than two hours, and Burke was also interviewed within the first couple of weeks following John Bonnet's death. The autopsy revealed that John Bonnet had been killed by strangulation and a skull fracture. The official cause of death was asphyxia by strangulation. Uh, what happened? I don't have it in here, but basically, she was hit over the head mm-hmm. with something, or she got hit in the head somehow. She did not die, but she was passed out, and then she was strangled. To, like, finish it off. Yeah. See, that's so, very, like... Some of the people think that what could have happened was she was hit in the head. Accidentally. And they thought she was dead, and yeah. then staged it to seem like a strangulation, when yeah. really the strangulation actually killed her. Oh. I do not think so. People would know she was hit in the head. You're going to try and cover that? No, I think whoever did it was a fucking psycho. And well, that part's true. Hitting her over the head was not enough. And they see, here's the thing. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to yes or no. Yeah. I'm just going to say, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Suspicious. Okay, so here's the sad part. Well, it's not it's not sad, I <laughs> guess, but it's <laughs> yeah, well, it's the gross part. Is it the pineapple? No. Oh. There was no evidence of conventional rape, although sexual assault could not be ruled out. Although no semen was found there, there was evidence that there had been vaginal injury. At oh. the time of the autopsy, a pathologist recorded that it appeared her vagina had been wiped with a cloth. Interesting. Her death was ruled a homicide. I did not know that detail. Yeah. Hmm. And then once we get into theories, I'll 
talk about why that could be. Yeah. A garrote that was made from a length of nylon cord and the broken handle of a paintbrush was tied around JonBenet's neck and had apparently been used to strangle her. Can you explain a garrote or do you want me to? Garrote is like a cord with like something on the end so you could strangle someone. Yeah. So it's like you, a strangulation device. So basically you would like wrap a cord around somebody's neck and then you would tie it around the paintbrush and then you would twist it. So it helps you tighten it. Oh, okay. It's pretty messed up. Yeah. Don't Google it. <laughs> yes, don't. That's why I wanted to explain it. <laughs> um, Which I only have learned from True Crime Podcast about this case. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the bristle end of the paintbrush was found in a tub containing Patsy's art supplies. But the bottom third of it was never found despite extensive searching of the house by police. Huh. Could it have been broken off prior like years yeah, ago. Could have. Like, don't use my good paintbrush. Use that <laughs> fucked up one. <laughs> the autopsy revealed vegetable or fruit material, which may represent pineapple when John Bonet, which John Bonet had eaten a few hours before her death. Uh, photographs of the home taken on the day when John Bonet's body was found show a bowl of pineapple on the kitchen table with a spoon in it. However, neither John nor Patsy said they remembered putting the bowl on the table or feeding pineapple to John Bonet. But police reported that they found John Bonet's nine-year-old brother Burke Ramsey's fingerprints on the bowl. Was she allergic to pineapple or something? No, it's just weird that there was pineapple out, and her parents said we didn't do that. Yeah, but her brother did. It was Is in it her like... stomach, like undigested, like she had just eaten it. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was it? It was canned pineapple, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. There's no way a nine-year-old was like fucking dicing up a pineapple. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I think. Yeah. That the spoon was like not the traditional spoon you would use for pineapple so it was like a kid did this that's what i remember hearing a traditional spoon. like the like a gravy spoon or a ladle or something oh, like you wouldn't use like a, oh, okay something you wouldn't usually use the ramses have always said that burke slept through the entire night until he was awakened several hours after the police arrived here's some theories the family did it these are theories. I'm not saying this is what happened. This These are totally theories. Alleged. These are alleged. Alleged, and we don't necessarily believe any of I them. I don't take a side. Nope. <laughs> Boulder police initially concentrated almost exclusively upon the parents, John and Patsy Ramsey. Yeah. According to Greg McCary, a retired profiler with the FBI, Statistically, it is a 12 to 1 probability that it is a family member or caregiver who is involved in the homicide of a child. Sad. Interesting. Okay. The I police... believe that, though. I mean, it's just the same thing. Like, if a wife dies, the yeah. husband did it. <laughs> you know he did. <laughs> Typically. <laughs> the police saw no evidence of a forced entry, but they did see evidence of a staging of the scene, such as the ransom note. Mm-hmm. They did not find the Ramseys cooperative in helping them solve the death of their daughter. The Ramseys said that their reluctance was due to their fear that there would not be a full investigation for intruders and that they would be hastily selected as the key suspects in the case. So they're saying, like, we only didn't cooperate because you weren't looking into other people. But, like, if you cooperate, it's going to go faster. But they also probably would have been convicted, potentially. Mm-hmm. So, in that, I mean, if they did do it, then that was actually kind of smart 
to not cooperate probably yeah well there is like so little evidence that i wonder if like anything could have convicted them ever yeah to get convicted of stuff it's like you have to have overwhelming evidence and like convince a jury of your peers or whatever that that you did it like a lot of times a lot of trials just go to like a split decision or whatever yeah that sucks um every time i try to type john benet i accidentally write job benet that's just a <laughs> that's just a fun fact to share <laughs> <laughs> want to work at a job making beignets yeah uh. job beignet <laughs> i'm trying to find something on the internet because i don't have it written down and i just remembered it anyway i'll just say what i remember of it okay um one theory is that patsy struck john benet in a fit of rage after a bedwetting episode and strangled her to cover up what had happened after mistakenly thinking she was already dead. Which would explain her being wiped. Yeah. However, Patsy did not have a known history of uncontrolled anger. John Monet's brother later said, We didn't get spanked. Nothing of the sort. Nothing close. Nothing near laying a finger on us, let alone killing your child. He... A nine-year-old said that? Yeah. No, he was probably older. Oh. There's like a Dr. <laughs> Phil interview. Oh, okay. He's, like, reading a script. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Huh. Theoretically, the strangulation could have been a red herring aspect to conceal other elements of the assault and killing. Like getting hit in the head? No, because they could tell that. So, Uh, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. Burke, who was nine years old at the time of JonBenet's death, was interviewed by investigators at least three times. The first two interviews did not raise any concerns about him. The first two. A review by a child psychologist stated it appeared the Ramseys had a healthy, caring family relationship. In 1998, Boulder Police Chief Mark Beckner said during an interview with news reporter that Burke Ramsey was not involved in the killing of his sister. I have a question. Yeah. Was he interviewed with his parents present? No. Is that allowed? They must have allowed it, like said. If they give consent, if the parents give consent. But I think the parents do have to give consent. Okay, okay. In May 1999, the Boulder County District Attorney's Office reiterated that Burke Ramsey was not a suspect. The investigators had never considered him a suspect. Hmm. (laughs) The thing that, like, (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> I think that like well so if he was nine he can't be convicted of murder so I think that's like a law you can't deserve time if you're like under a certain age yeah but I guess I mean as a parent you don't want people thinking your son murdered your daughter mm. if that was the case yeah so I don't know in 1999, Colorado Governor Bill Owens spoke out, telling the Ramsey couple to quit hiding behind their attorneys, quit hiding behind their PR firm. That's just a, that's yeah. just a fun fact. Yeah. Quit it. <laughs> quit it. Cut that out. Yeah. Cut that shit out. <laughs> hey, guys. Come on. <laughs> a Colorado... Oh, I did write it down. 
nice. Okay. A Colorado grand jury voted in 1999 to indict the parents. The indictment cited two counts each of child abuse and said the parents did unlawfully, knowingly, recklessly, and feloniously permit a child to be unreasonably placed in a situation that posed a threat of injury to the child's life or health, which resulted in the death of JonBenet Ramsey, a child under the age of 16. Oh, so they did go to court. They, I think it's like, you know, like OJ Simpson was like, he didn't do it, but he did it. (laughs) They had like that, like he was. Allegedly. Yeah, he was like sued. I still don't think OJ Simpson did it. So he was like sued for un, un, uh, not killing, not killing, but like you let her, I don't know. (laughs) It's complicated. (laughs) So, like, one jury was like, yep, you did it, but not, like, the jury that should have, you know? Oh, so they didn't get arrested? They did not get arrested. So there was just, like, a jury of people that were like, let's figure this out. We- this is what we think happened. Well, this is the, uh... And then nothing happened? It's like a it's like a lawsuit and not a, like, a murder trial. trial. Mm. So they're like... Did they get sued or something? There, yeah, it's like I don't know, it's complicated, but it's like, yeah, it's like they didn't get in trouble mm-hmm. for kill. Well, they got in trouble, but like <laughs> they didn't go to prison, yeah, for killing her, yeah. But this trial says you caused her death. Okay, like you're responsible. You're responsible for yeah. death. Okay, interesting. So, were there oh. any consequences though? What a Not really. Way to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they are, like, if they didn't do it, uh-huh. like, if they didn't do it, then I feel very sorry for them. Because Patsy died in, like, 2008 or something. Mm. And she was, like, her whole life. Yeah. Or the rest of her life. She couldn't, like, be normal. Yeah. Because everyone was calling her a murderer. So if they did not do it, that's really messed up. Yeah. If they did do it, it's really messed up that they're not rotting in prison. Well yeah. deserved in that case. Yeah. yeah. Did that just tell me I was one hundred percent plagiarized? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Something came up and said one hundred percent. You got it went away. You got a hundred percent on your. Quiz. I did it. <laughs> so, so there's another you. theory, the intruder theory. So basically, there's only two theories. Yes. Well, there's three, but it's like the family did it or someone else. Right. There's a third one that's really funny, and I'll get to that at the end. <laughs> oh. So on the internet, it's like, they call it, I can't remember what they call it, IDI, okay. Intruder Did It, oh. and then there's BDI, Burke Did It, uh-huh. and then probably one for the parents, I don't know. PDI? PDI. I just, that's just a thing mm. that... I came across Reddit. Yeah. They're just everywhere. (laughs) So police and prosecutors follow leads for intruders, partly due to the identified boot mark left in the basement room where JonBenet's body was found. Mm. Early persons of interest included neighbor Bill McReynolds, who played Santa Claus. He was like at a family party. Oh. Former family housekeeper, Linda Hoffman. Who? Who? How do you spell it? P U G H. P U G H. Puh. Puh. Linda Hoffman Puh. 
and a man named Michael Helgoth, which is the, the sickest <laughs> name I've ever heard in my entire life. Helgoth. Helgoth. That's awesome. Who died? <laughs> we're just laughing about this man. Who died? <laughs> who died in an apparent suicide shortly after John Bonet's oh death? God, that's terrible. <laughs> Hundreds of DNA tests were performed to find a match to to the DNA recovered during her autopsy. Lou Smith, a detective in the case, assessed the evidence and concluded that an intruder had committed the crime. Wait, I'm sorry. Where did they find DNA on her? Just on her. Like on her skin? On or her something? person. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering. Um, there's stuff on the underwear that Ew. could be like from the packaging. You know, people who fold it up and put it in packages. Oh. Usually machines do that, I think, though. Oh. But well, people, not all the time. You know, someone had to touch it. At some point. Because they couldn't find, yeah, they couldn't find a person who it was. Um, I don't know. On the night JonBenet was killed, there had been two windows that were left slightly open to allow for electrical cords for the outside Christmas lights to pass through. Uh-huh. This is bolder. Why would you have your windows open? Well, I mean, you just have them open a little. You're going to freeze to death. Well, not if it's like in the basement or something. Basement's going to freeze to death. (laughs) It's not a big deal. It's a big deal. Your pipes could freeze. Yeah. If it was cold enough. Keeping your window barely open to fit a cord through is not going to make your house freeze. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's absolutely going to make me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A broken basement window and one unlocked door. Okay. Also, things found. Wait, which which door was unlocked? Just, uh, it doesn't say. Because, <laughs> okay. The unlocked door. Smith's theory was that someone entered the Ramsey home through the broken basement window. This had been criticized because there was an intact cobweb in the basement window. Oh. The steel grate that covered the window also had undisturbed cobwebs and foliage around the grate. Cobwebs don't lie. Had been undisturbed. Oh, and the foliage around the grate had been undisturbed. Yeah. Smith believed that the intruder subdued JonBenet using a stun gun and took her down to the basement. JonBenet was killed and a ransom note was left. Hmm. Smith's theory was supported by former FBI agent John E. Douglas, who had been hired by the Ramsey family. Of course. Of course he would say that. Yeah. Um... It was determined that there had been more than 100 burglaries in the Ramsey neighborhood in the months before JonBenet's murder. They lived in Rich People Town, I think. Yeah, Rich People Town in the 90s, right before the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. There were 38 registered sex offenders living within a two-mile radius. What the fuck? Yeah. In the Rich People neighborhood? What? Apparently, sex offenders are rich. Good to know. Wow. Um, that's all I have for the main story. I have a couple of strange details. Yes. The underwear she was wearing when she was found were too big for her and belonged to a pack that Patsy had bought for a cousin. Uh, okay. Kind of weird. Yeah. There was a dictionary found in the house that was dog-eared to the word incest. Wait, how would they know that, though? It was, like, folded to point. Uh, who does that? Someone in the house. I mean, if you dog ear a page, it's usually that you want to go to that page. There's like hundreds of words on it. It's just dictionary. A, I'm not saying this means anything. <laughs> okay, okay. These are just weird details. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, remember when I said there were three theories? Uh-huh. 
there's a conspiracy theory that John Bonet grew up to become Katy Perry. <laughs> what the Have you guys heck? heard that? No. That's hilarious. But her body was found. Yeah, I don't know. That's why it's wow. a conspiracy theory. Um, let me find <laughs> this detail. The um ransom note. I just want to read the end. Okay. So basically, it's like we we have your kid. We're not gonna kill your kid. If you try to outsmart us, we'll kill your kid. Uh huh. Um, it ends with. Victory SBTC. So signed SBTC. S SBTC. Do people usually sign any amount of a name on a ransom note? No. Yeah. They don't. (laughs) That's what I was saying. I would not leave anything that could possibly like dissect my brain for Yeah. So if you were a person who thought that the family did it. Uh Uh-huh. It would be like they're trying to make it seem like this whole big organization took her. Uh, like some big thing of people, not like one person. Like the mafia. Yeah, SBTC. I see. Well, I mean, yeah, I get when you're faking it why you would do that. I'm yeah. just saying if I actually did it, there's no way in heck I would leave any amount of a signature on right? that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Criminal Minds is going to get me. They're going to figure out that's my parents' initials. <laughs> They're going to track me down. Um, some other things I didn't write down but found weird. Mm-hmm. In Burke's interview, he's like laughing and smiling when he's a kid. Which could be like a nervous thing. But he also says that he was too busy playing video games to care that his sister was killed. Oh. Uh, he had this habit of rubbing feces everywhere his own yeah including on jamonet's stuff which is like some people said proof that he did not like her well (laughs) but then it's proof that you don't like anyone rubbing your poop everywhere uh he did a dr phil interview i'm not saying anything i'm just bringing up some facts okay he did a dr phil interview Uh pretty recently i think like 2016 maybe oh he was very smiley and happy and laughing throughout that too do you think he has like Asperger's? Or Dr. Something? Phil was like, I don't think he did anything. I think he's socially awkward. Yeah. That's I don't trust Dr. Phil's word on anything. But that's <laughs> what he said. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, I mean, if you, whenever you're nine, have like thousands of cameras and stuff yeah, going around. This you big traumatic event. Traumatic event, and everybody knows you as like the brother of a, this girl who died that you kind of probably don't remember that much because you're fucking nine yeah i don't know um another thing this is like unrelated well it's related but it's like unimportant <laughs> okay uh, in 2017 there was a movie called casting john bonnet basically it was a documentary about her death but what they did was they like put out a casting call like we're hiring someone to play john bonnet for our movie yeah and it's actually a documentary and they're like interviewing the parents and these parents are like, it's crazy. I can't believe this happened. And they're like stage parents themselves. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, I'm going to let my kid be in this movie about a murdered girl. It's very interesting. And I think you should watch it if you have the time. Okay. Well, I heard, I've heard of that one. Me yeah. Too. I just haven't seen it. I watched it. It's pretty wild. At one point <laughs> they're talking about how they don't think a nine-year-old could hit someone's head 
hard enough to kill them. Uh-huh. And then they like cut to clips of little nine year old boys beating watermelon with flashlights and they like explode. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> nine year olds are strong. Nine year olds are scary. Especially, I mean, like boys. Yeah. Just frankly. I mean, my niece who's six, like, she'll hurt me. She does baby like, strength, karate, right? No, she does wrestling, but she just started that. Okay. All right. We have about three minutes left. Any last thoughts? Um, I would really like for this to be... If I could have any case solved in my lifetime, it would be this one just because I was so obsessed with it for a while. Yeah. It'd be nice to just see a conclusion. Absolutely. Shirley, any last thoughts? Um, yeah. You know, to me... It's a lot, right? Well, I definitely have a theory, but apparently I'm not allowed to. We'll say talk it. about it after. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we can talk after. Okay. All right. Well, um, I guess that's it. Follow us on social media. We're Unholy Gossip Girls on Facebook and Instagram at Girls Unholy on Twitter. Email us your alleged theories or don't <laughs> if you don't want to have them in writing at unholygossipgirls at gmail.com and become a paid subscriber by following the link in the show notes for the low low cost of $4.99 a month you can wow. get two special ad free bonus episodes on the 1st and 15th of every single month. That's when you get paid if you work for the government. <laughs> That's true. Alright well thank you for that really long, really sad, really <laughs> fucked up story that we're not going to gossip about too much. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.